Mark Newnham is on the line for a chat on race morning. G'day, Mark. Yeah, morning, Richard. Morning, Ray. What's all the news around the place this morning? Oh, no, it's still drizzling rain here at Randwick. Um, but I'm off to the sunny Gold Coast shortly, so... <laughs> Well, well, good morning, Mark. Big week coming up for you and a lot of trainers, I know. But, gee, you must have been happy with what you saw last night at Canterbury. Two first starters, Lavish Empire, one by seven and a half, pulling up in the heavy. Warstar got home to run second. Both nice horses, Mark. Yeah, look, both nice horses and a good way to start their careers, obviously, mm. with a seven-length win. It was only a four-horse field, but I've had quite a good opinion of both horses, and it was really going to come down to which which horse handled the conditions best. Um, he's been a slow maturing horse, or they've both been very similar. Actually, needed a bit of time, but um, look, they're more than capable. Yeah. Mm. Where to next? Will they stay in training now they've had their their, their debut runs? Yeah, yeah. Um, Warstar will probably go back there in two weeks' time for a twelve fifty Colts maiden, mm-hmm. and uh, the other guy. Oh, look. Possibility um, is a three-year-old Saturday race coming up at Benchmark 72, which we could run him in. Um, they're a little hard to place after they've won that maiden, um, yeah. but look, that, that might, uh, especially if we get a bit of rain, we know now that he handles that well. He certainly did, and that was an emphatic debut. Just the one runner today at Rose Hill, Mark, but I reckon this horse must be a stable favourite, what he's been through, and to see him lining up today in the stakes race, the January Cup, and a legitimate winning chance. I'm talking about Mission Phoenix, one of one of the most remarkable comeback stories, this horse. How is he, given his race well right through his prep this spring into summer and going it back to stakes racing for the first time in pretty much almost four years, Mark. Yeah, look, he's in fantastic order. Um, mm. Looking at him, uh, his coat's as good as it's ever been. Um, he's he's loving um, being in training. He just doesn't change week to week. His weight stays exactly the same. Um, he's a lovely horse to work with, so he is a bit of a stable favourite because he's he's one of those horses that anyone can do anything with. Um, so he, um, he, he does... He does have plenty of um, admirers around the yard, but look, he um, his form, especially uh, his last start, where I thought um, into a headwind was going to be difficult for him um, with his racing pattern, but he stuck on really well. Down with no weight today, back to Rose Hill where he's performed really well. Um, look, heavy track, not ideal surface for him. Um, he did perform well through the winter on some very heavy winter mm. tracks. So, look, as we saw last night, a, a summer heavy track is much different. You know, the grass holds together a lot better. Um, the, their footing's um, a lot more uniform and consistent throughout the race. So I, I'm prepared to run him. Um, mm. And, look, there's not another race for another couple of weeks, and that would mean going five weeks between runs. So this is the race we had, had him set for. Um, he's in good shape. Um, naturally, the, the ground's a little concerned, but um, look, when in this in this sort of order, you, you need to run them. And you've had that that sound base with those four runs. He's rock hard fit. Bit bit of speed in this January Cup. Mark a horse you've had a bit to do with. Spirit Ridge likes to roll forward. You've got horses like Military Mission, even Global Ozbred. Do you necessarily have to lead on Mission Phoenix? No, not at all. No, he's um, uh, he's versatile enough, and and the good thing about him is that um, 
you can send him forward in the race and then ask him to relax and he'll he'll settle straight away. He's one of the most uh, relaxed horses, even in his track work. So it, it's easy for Tyler to sort of send him forward and, and send him a little bit of a message and still ask him to come back to him and he will straight away. So um, when they're like that, it, it does make mm. the job a bit easier and, and, and you can change tactics as you need to. Yeah, no, well, he's certainly in, in great touch. And just a couple of runners at Wyong today. Will you run both, and in particular, Wild Irish Rover, who's who's in really good touch at the moment? Yeah, they'll both go there. Lutine Bell, she'll appreciate getting up to a mile. Um, she ran uh, first up at Canterbury in a really fast um, three-year-old fillies race, and it probably just had her at a top for too long uh, and we fell into the trap there of barrier one and trying to use it to our advantage where we would have been better off to just let her drop back a little bit further and run home so um, she probably didn't run quite as well as we would have expected so a mile Jamie will give her a nice quiet ride today and then let her hit the line so I'd say she's a fair improvement there a wild Irish rover well he went on protest at Wyong um, so he's still yet um, to put his head officially in front on the line. Um, mm. But, uh, look, he, he raced well, same track and distance. Uh, Andrew Atkins will, will ride him, and he'll, he'll roll forward and probably sit outside, lead a similar position to he was in the other day. Yep, he'll be hard to beat. Uh, look, Mark, thanks for joining us this morning. Best of luck today and particularly next week at the Gold Coast at the Ealing Sale. Great. Thanks very much, guys. Hey, Mark, just while we have you, just a quick, last quick question. I'm, I'm looking at a, a race next weekend called the Debut. For the two-year-olds, yes. gee, on the uh, ramparts. Every, everyone would would want to be in that. I mean, noms would have, noms would have been through the roof. How'd you get a run? How'd you get a how'd you get a start? <laughs> well, it, it, look, it was an interesting concept, and um, it ended up there were you had to be a metropolitan trial winner. Mm. Um, and look, I had a couple of two-year-olds that weren't going to be quite ready in time to qualify for the main event. Um, so I decided I would hold them back and, and try and win a trial and get them into the race. One, one uh, when Shinsaron went out, and we were left with this guy who's Dragonstone's half-brother, and uh, he won a trial at Warwick Farm in good time, and then it came down to they had to get um, you know 12 runners out of the 18 trial winners, and we were lucky enough that we've got a spot. Um, he drew barrier three. I rode him this morning and gave him his final gallop. Um, they were good enough to give me the Kensington track this morning and he, he breezed up really nicely. So he'll go there next week in, in good form and, you know, nice to be able to take, you know, your owners to a race that's worth half a million dollars for their first start. I was going to say, there's only a 1,000 owners in the halls. Andrew Giorgio, I can see there amongst some of the, the Dragonstone people. Yeah. That's, um, that's a fair buzz for them that week. Yeah, and look, it you know he was an eighty-five thousand dollar horse, so he wasn't an yeah. expensive horse. Um, you know, most of the Dragonstone crew are in him, and um, I've even got a couple of guys, um, first-time owners, in there. So um, I hope they don't think that this is where we usually start <laughs> off. All too easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's certainly not the case. But good luck to yeah. them, and and thanks for joining us today, Mark. Um, sure, you get to the Gold Coast and start getting around a few yearlings, and you find a few more shadows or missions around the place. I'm sure. Thanks for joining us. Great. Thanks, guys.